Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. From Autosport.com and Autosport Magazine, I'm Ariana Bravo and this is the Autosport Podcast. It's Saturday 27th of March and our first qualifying session of the season is done and dusted. Max Verstappen stole the show, taking pole position ahead of Lewis Hamilton. We had Charles Leclerc putting in a stunning lap to come in P4 for Ferrari. And AlphaTauri also showing us what they can do with that car with Pierre Gasly finishing up fifth fastest. I'm Ariana Bravo and today I am joined by Autosports Grand Prix editor Alex Kalinorkas. Now Alex, that was exciting. After topping every practice session of the weekend, Max Verstappen has taken pole and it feels like we have a real battle on our hands. What did you think of Verstappen's performance? Hi, Ariana. Yeah, it was it was fantastic today. It really, really was. I mean, like I said to you uh, a few nights ago uh, when we recorded our, our, our handover episode, I was I was very not pessimistic, but I was just very wary of the potential for Mercedes to to come back out of nowhere and stun the Formula One field and, and maintain uh, its advantage from obviously all the previous seasons. But yeah, I mean, what what a great drive uh, from Verstappen. There, there was a slight a slight uh what's the word down note a slight you know negative aspect to it he did make a mistake in q1 damaged mm. his car um but but not seemingly not enough christian horner reckoned that it cost him probably about one tenth of a second in terms of uh each lap that he did after going over the curbs and damaging his floor um and obviously he's on pole by uh by over three tenths of a second so you know he could have been mm-hmm. even further ahead but i think that just shows you how good that package is and and, and how well suited Verstappen is to it it was just just a fantastic fantastic drive and and again Sergio Perez out in Q2 in the other Red Bull I mean obviously he's at a new team he's at a, a new car concept for him so it's going to take a little while but it, it really does again show what a good job 
Verstappen does. Yeah, definitely. But Mercedes did look better than what we'd seen previously. They seemed like they had improved a little bit. But as you said, Max Verstappen was nearly, t- was nearly four tenths ahead of Lewis Hamilton. And Lewis Hamilton did say afterwards that he gave everything he had. So I know we've only had one qualifying session and we have a very long season ahead. But should Mercedes be worried? Yeah, I, I, I think they should be. And I think that that's already sort of reflected in, in the comments that they're making. I think both uh, Toto Wolff and uh, more more boldly, more bluntly put Lewis Hamilton, you know, coming out and saying, well, these changes to the rear floor rules have been done to slow us down. I mean, I mean Hamilton straight away says that in the press conference. Mm. Um, you know, he's, he's not holding back. He, you know, I think he... I think he embraces the challenge. Part of me does wonder if it's potentially a little bit of a a self-motivation tactic for him because there are, you know, there's some amazing sports people that sort of, and I'm not saying this is what uh, Lewis is doing, but, you know, it's just interesting to consider that they almost sort of invent problems to get angry about and that brings out the best in them. I think, you know, Michael Jordan said he literally, even though he knew something uh, was com- was completely wrong. He still used it to motivate himself. Tom Brady in the NFL, um, you know, he he's still annoyed by things that happened uh, 20 years ago and he uses that for motivation. So part <laughs> of me does wonder whether that's Lewis just going, oh, all right, they're against us. So therefore I'm going to drive even harder and be even faster. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe that's what he's doing. I mean, I mean, it could be completely wrong. Maybe he's just saying, look, you know, this isn't, it's, you know, he's, he's just sort of expressing his frustration at the situation. But yeah, the problem is, is that if this happens, if, you know, if the situation continues to Imola and then on to Portimao, then, then Mercedes really are in trouble. Because again, Hamilton sort of suggested it, it could just be track specific in that, as we know, the Bahrain location, the, the, the venue there is very susceptible to the winds blowing in off the sea, off the yeah. desert. And, and it is it is very, very tricky there. So it, it could be track specific. But time, time will obviously tell on that. But yeah, it's not it's not something that they can really fix because if it is the fact that, as Toto Wolf says, the high rate concept just just isn't losing as much downforce with the new changes as the rear as as the the, the low rate concept is, Mercedes can't do anything about that because that is their aero philosophy and it, and it's locked in until the rules massively change the start of next year. That just means more chance of a battle this year, and I really hope that we get it. Whilst Verstappen did an amazing job, as you said, things weren't so great for Perez, who didn't make it out of Q2. I've seen all over social media, people are asking, you know, is it this curse on the second seat at Red Bull? Do you think people are just getting a bit carried away? Is it just teething problems for him? Or, you know, is that seat cursed? (laughs) Uh, I don't don't think that seat is cursed. But what I will say is that Perez where he gets knocked out is that he's trying to do the hardest bit of qualifying it's not as simple as saying he's not as fast as Max Verstappen because they were all they were both trying to get out of Q2 on the medium tires as the Mercedes cars did as Pierre Gasly did as Yuki Tsunoda didn't so now Mm -hmm. I mean Alpha Alpha Tauri gave Tsunoda the hardest job possible you know he he finishes second in Q1 you're thinking wow this is this is truly incredible like okay get through on the mediums well it's not it's just not quite as simple because there is a massive I think it's it's nearly a second a lap difference uh, in terms of the uh, the the tyre delta between the soft tyre and the medium tyre so no wonder Perez and Tsunoda couldn't repeat their times from Q1 Um, so yeah it's not as simple as saying oh they just they just weren't fast enough but you know yeah, I, I, so I, I can sort of understand why that's happened. Um, but it's just interesting that, 
Perez obviously had a had a lap time deleted, which was slower than the one yeah. he ended up posting that that got him that got him knocked out. So you know he, he was able to do the lap legally and faster. But it, it did strike me as a little bit odd that Red Bull didn't just decide, well, actually, you know, it's his first go. Let's just put him on the softs to make sure he gets through to Q three, even that even though that gives him the slightly worse tire strategy because at least he's then in play. He's then potentially starting further up the grid rather than you know really stuck in the midfield here. So. Yeah, it's, I don't think he's cursed. I just think he was he was unfortunate with the circumstances on the tyres and just just didn't he, he simply didn't do a good enough job. But that's kind of understandable considering how we know, how hard we know that package is to drive, uh, and and because of the fact he's new new to it. Sonoda got us all very hyped in Q1, and then as you said, they put him onto the mediums for Q2, and he just couldn't quite make it work on them, which, yeah, as you said, very hard task to give him on the first qualifying session that he has. But Gasly was looking impressive. What did you make of AlphaTauri package today? What are you thinking about the car? Yeah, it just shows that, again, they have fundamentally produced a very sound, very drivable, very good package. Also, I think it says a lot about the Honda Power Unit. Both teams, Mm -hmm. both Red Bull, both AlphaTauri, towards the front of the grid. You know, they have gone well here in the past. Uh, as Toro Rosso, Gasly, you know, with the, the, I think it was the first, the very first season they ran the Honda Power back in what twenty eighteen. Um, so yeah, it, you know, it obviously does hook up well here, but but nevertheless, they've obviously made a big step, and that is what something that Verstappen highlighted in the press conference. You know, he says it, it's not just the fact that we've got a high rate concept on this car; the Honda engine is significantly better as well. So I think Gasly and uh, and Sonoda are benefiting from that, but. Gasly maybe just has that slight edge on experience in terms of getting the best out of the what we know are still very peaky, very tricky tyres um, to get through on the mediums, which is which is really difficult. It's, it's tremendously impressive that he did that. He you know he's starting behind Charles Leclerc, who also did a fantastic job for Ferrari, but he's got the best strategy, and and it, and it is going to be much better. You know we saw that in the long runs, the long run times, the averages in fp2 is that those cars starting on the mediums that's the best strategy so yeah it's mm-hmm. it's uh, that that's why they tried it mclaren tried it as well it didn't work for them so they put them on the softs but they got them through and maybe that's what red bull should have done with paris the strategy choices tomorrow are going to be interesting i'm really curious to see where gasly ends up given that he is one of the few starting on the mediums tomorrow Let's talk about Charles Leclerc, though. He came in P4, amazing, amazing lap, just behind Bottas. What did you think? I think what was particularly impressive about this, well, first of all, it just shows you that the Ferrari package is, is better than it was last year. Yeah. You know? um, because everybody else, because obviously he was, he was what, fourth on the grid for the for the Sakir Grand Prix. But, you know, everybody else has made steps as well. It's not like you're just comparing the 2020 Ferrari to the 2021 Ferrari. But what was particularly impressive about Leclerc today was that all throughout qualifying and sort of FP3 and what we saw, it just seemed like Carlos Sainz had suddenly found a little edge, a little unexpected edge on raw pace of being in front of Leclerc. And yet when it came to the lap that really mattered and Leclerc only had one go at it in Q3, he absolutely nailed it. And once again, just just utterly showing his class. Do you think that uh, we're going to see Ferrari doing better throughout this year then? Obviously, last year was quite painful to watch. Do you think that they're set for a stronger year? I've got to give the classic, oh, it's too early to tell for definite answer. (laughs) But what I will say is that, you know, this Bahrain layout is still a a power circuit. You know, it's still a, still a, a, a real significant factor. That's the reason why Leclerc nearly won here in 2019, because, you know, 
the Ferrari engine made the difference there on that day. So they obviously have made an improvement. And I think it's really it's really significant to read into what other teams are saying of Ferrari. And uh, I was speaking to Dave Robson, who's essentially chief engineer at uh, Williams. I think it's head of vehicle performance is his official title. Um, he was saying, you know, that the works Ferrari team really, really do seem to have taken a very, very big step over the winter. And, and, and a significant part of that we know will be down to their new power units. That that does bode well for them over the course of the season. If, if they're performing well in Bahrain, they should be, theoretically, performing uh, well at other places as well. Moving on a bit further down the field, yesterday on the podcast, we discussed Alpine and Aston Martin and the fact that they weren't too impressive from what we were seeing so far. But today, impressive show from Alonso making it into Q3. What did you think of that? Does that take you by surprise? Well, it's just, I, I actually asked uh, Fernando that in his um, his media session after qualifying, and he sort of he gave a sort of he gave a sort of a slightly uh, strange answer, and it was like sort of like uh, oh no, it's not a surprise, but also we didn't expect to be here, which are obviously two the t- <laughs> two are completely opposite uh, 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 ways of <laughs> ways of looking at it. But I think I think what his point was, and this doesn't bode well for either Alpine or Aston Martin, which had a lot of other problems we'll get onto with Sebastian Vettel, is the fact that Perez and Sonoda both knocked out because they were trying to get through on the mediums. If that hadn't been a factor, I think they both would have been ahead. And I think neither Alonso or Stroll would have made it into Q3. And that's really quite alarming for both teams because, yeah, we didn't really know where they stood in testing. I think Alpine looked better than they appear to be, at least this weekend. And I think um, based on what we saw last season, Aston Martin looks a lot worse than we were expecting. So obviously they were, you know, so badly hit by reliability, it was almost impossible to tell. But now they're coming out saying as the low rate cars, which they are, you know, one of the two now because they decided to to take the Mercedes concept, which worked wonderfully last year as the, the pink Mercedes. Um, but it's costing that package a second lap, if you know, to have the low rate concept because of the floor changes so that that does appear as Alonso said because you know I think the same applies to both teams they're gonna it's they're gonna it's gonna be a real struggle all year at least based on today's showing to actually even make it into Q3 and you know I think both Esteban Ocon and Sebastian Vettel were very unlucky with the yellow flags from the, from the Haas spinning at turn one they're gonna they're gonna leave themselves open to that because their packages don't seem to be all that wonderful yeah and what did you make of Vettel's performance today. Obviously, that was really disappointing. And as he said, it was due to the spin of Mazpin. But as a whole, what did you think of him in the car? We know the track would have been evolving. It would have been being cleaned up with the sort of the sand on the surface from earlier on in Q1. Um, so, yeah, he, he, he it wasn't a fair fight. He never had the chance to do, mm. um, you know, a, a proper lap right at the end with his rivals. So maybe he could have got a bit close to Lance Stroll. So I don't think we can condemn him too harshly for being knocked out in Q1 because of the circumstances it just it just doesn't look great in terms of sort of optics based on you know what performances he was putting in last season but I think if you if 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 one were to assume oh this is just more signs that Vettel's lost it that he's not gonna you know he he hasn't rediscovered his his best form at Aston Martin I think I don't don't think that's accurate because of because of the yellow flags and and it it wasn't just the Haas there was uh, Carlos Sainz as well when he'd hit the curbs and his car cut out I think he basically thought his qualifying was over at that point and Vettel also had to slow for him as well. So yeah, he's not. I don't think. I don't think he's the eighteenth fastest driver in Formula One. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so last couple of things to discuss. Further down the field, what did you make of the newbies outings? Mazpin, Schumacher. We've touched on Snowda already. Yeah, I think basically um, 
pretty much where we expected them to be. Um, Sonoda, obviously, sh- stunningly fast in Q. I was going to say shockingly yeah. fast, but but maybe stunningly is that is the better word uh, in Q one. Tremendous, finished second, and then yeah, like I said, they gave him a really hard task. Shows which which I think just shows in what high regard they hold him. They they obviously thought he could yeah, do it. Yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately. It, it just didn't come off. You know, you do win some, you lose some. That is going to happen with rookie drivers. Um, yeah, and, and the other two, that the Haas drivers, I mean, Mazepin had an awful session. I mean, you know, I don't think that car is probably particularly uh, easy to handle at the best they of times. They put a tough task yeah, yeah, on their hands, they to be do. fair. They do, they do. Um, but obviously, Mick Schumacher kept it in more, of, much more of a straight line. So, you know, he he, he mm-hmm. earns points for that, that that Mazepin just can't have. But um yeah, I mean, it is the extra dynamic for the rookies, which is what, again, I think just highlights how good Sonoda is and, and how good a package AlphaTauri has produced, is that these windy, sandy conditions are a real challenge for everybody. Even the best, even Lewis Hamilton, even Max Verstappen are talking about the wind, talking about how difficult it is. So, yeah, I do have a lot of sympathy for those rookies, but I think, yeah, they basically ended up where they would have been, even if conditions had been absolutely calm and perfect. And, you know, they were going around Barcelona, which is like almost a, a Formula One laboratory venue how are you thinking things will unfold across the whole field are you thinking Verstappen is going to take the win are you thinking that there may be some interesting battles further down give me some of your predictions put it out there okay I think well based on what we saw in the long runs and the averages uh on Friday it was fascinating Verstappen and Hamilton are absolutely neck and neck or they were they were yesterday so that's 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 always the caveat is that you know the, the stuff we see in practice only applies to to practice but based on that and based on well Hamilton was sort of suggesting that he thinks Red Bull's got a couple of tenths in hand and it did seem as though that Verstappen started his long run in a higher engine mode and then it got turned down which obviously he won't be able to do for the race tomorrow it's just the one engine mode uh, between qualifying and the race so yeah I think if you can stay ahead at the first corner it would not shock me if uh, Verstappen wins this race from pole. I think just the the fact that the package looks more secure means he'll be sliding less. And with the Mercedes behind, you know, in the dirty air, they're going to be sliding even more on top of their already not ideally handling car. Um, and yeah, so that, that I, I wouldn't shock me if the top three ended up as Verstappen, Hamilton, Bottas. Um, but I think perhaps Charles Leclerc might not finish fourth. I think maybe he'll go backwards a couple of spots. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm okay. really intrigued. I mean, really intrigued to see what Perez and Sonoda do because I think that they're, they're very out of position. And this is a track where you can overtake. Um, and it's also a track where there tends to be safety cars. There tends to be incidents. So I'm hoping for an exciting race. And I'm hoping the fact that, you know, even if it does end up being Verstappen, Hamilton, Bottas, I think that there's enough of a shake up in the established pecking order that that still makes it interesting rather than just, ah, oh, they finished in the same order that they started. I also don't necessarily think you can count out Mercedes. I think, yeah, Hamilton says we're, we're two tenths behind, but, you know, they're a tremendous race team. So, yeah, let's let's see what they can do. You know, they've not been in this position before. This is finally what Lewis Hamilton says he wants. He says he wants wheel-to-wheel scraps yeah. and a big battle. Well, let's see what happens. I'm really intrigued to see how it goes. And like you said, Lewis said he wants a battle. So give us a battle. We all want to see it. And I'm very curious just to see further, just throughout the whole field, how things unfold. Alpine, Aston Martin, all of it. I just want to see everyone going for it tomorrow and see how it actually ends up playing out. But that is all for our podcast today. Before we go, here's what you can see right now on Autosport Plus. We've just been chatting and you can see Alex Kalanorkas analysing the data and asking if this year is Red Bull's best chance to beat Mercedes. 
Stuart Codling writes about why it's make or break for the rookies. The shortest preseason in F1 history will have done little to settle the nerves for Yuki Tsunoda, Nikita Mazepin, and Mick Schumacher. And Jonathan Noble has a piece on the latest appointment at Williams and how it shows that they are on a mission to preserve the team's family feel. New subscribers who sign up today can use the promo code PODCAST during checkout to save 50% off their first payment. Go to autosport.com forward slash plus, click sign in at the top of the page, use that promo code PODCAST and grab that 50% discount. Thank you again for listening today and we'll be back with our extended post-race analysis tomorrow. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Reach new career heights with University of Maryland's Robert H. Smith School of Business. Flexible MBA and MS options. GMAT and GRE not required. Learn more at go.umd.edu slash smithschool. University of Maryland Smith School of Business. Inspired, fearless, unstoppable. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.